You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen. Welcome to the opening day uh, broadcast for Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. You get to finally join in on the conversation you listen to every day. In today's episode, I'm going to run through uh, win totals for major league teams uh, this season on betonline.ag and uh, give you a look at some of my guys, the guys that I have on multiple of my own fantasy teams, uh, just so you know where my my interests might lie uh, in the 2021 season. Uh, And then we'll uh, run through a few matchups and DFS plays for opening day. So let's uh, kick it off with my guys. Uh, I have four fantasy baseball teams this year. So I thought I'd look through the rosters and uh, point out the guys that I have on multiple teams. And the first of which is Aaron Nola, uh, starting pitcher for the Phillies. Over the past three seasons, he has a 3.13 ERA, 1.11 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine. He's a pretty solid ace. Uh, I And, and it, it, you don't get him uh, in the first round. He usually, on, on in drafts, he ended up kind of being on the, the tail end of the second round. Uh, it was where I was getting Aaron Nola. Uh, and I'm reasonably happy with uh, with that spot. Uh, I also have Patrick Corbin uh, in several spots. Uh, and he had a really tough year in uh, 2020. And so it's fair th- that other people aren't interested. Uh, but uh, his two seasons before that were really good. And so I'm going to kind of bank on, on those two full seasons, mattering more than a couple of months uh, in 2020. But over the past three years, Corbin has a 3.41 ERA, 1.18 whip, 10.5 strikeouts per nine. If he gave me something like that, I'd be thrilled. Uh, then I've got Jamison Tyone, uh, the New York Yankees. <laughs> he didn't pitch in 2020 and has had injury issues uh, throughout his career, but uh, for his time in Pittsburgh, he had a 3.67 ERA and a 1.25 whip, 8.1 strikeouts per nine. You know, that strikeout rate's a little bit low, but um, overall, uh, I, w- I would take, uh, as long as he, Tyone was healthy, uh, I'd be happy to uh, get those results. Uh, the question obviously hangs over is whether or not he's going to be healthy because that's been a, a pretty big issue. Uh, and so uh, I didn't have to go early on uh, Jamison Tyone. The, at least the, there's that benefit to it. Uh, but um, sort of a, an upside play there, hoping that uh, he wins a bunch of games with the Yankees. Uh, in the bullpen, I have Rafael Montero, uh, Seattle's closer. Uh, now he is grand total of eight saves in the past two seasons. So there's a bit of projection here, uh, but he also has a 3.09 ERA, 0.99 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine. That's totally fine. Uh, if, if he ends up sticking as the, the Mariners closer though, and can get me 25 or 30 saves, that would be appreciated. Uh, now to the position players, I've got a few that I've got on multiple teams. Gleber Torres of the Yankees. Basically, this is almost like the Patrick Corbin thing is that uh, Torres was so good in 2018, 2019, uh, that I just can't believe he's as bad as he was last season. He hit well in the playoffs. He hit well in spring training this year. I, I'm encouraged that Gleber Torres, uh, his 2020 season is an aberration more than anything. Uh, I've got Jesse Winker of Cincinnati, even though uh, his home run fly ball rate is due to come way down, uh, but he's also hitting leadoff uh, as the starting center fielder for the Reds. And in his 
career. He has an 8.59 OPS. So just get the guy in the lineup every day and uh, let let those numbers go to work. Uh, I've, I've added Hunter Dozier uh, in a couple of leagues, uh, partly because he has positional versatility. He can play outfield, third base, and first. Um, and he was really good in 2019. But uh, like a few of these guys, he, he struggled in 2020. And, and I think you can attribute some of last year's struggles. Uh, he had a bout of COVID uh, before the start of the season. And as we've seen, there have been uh, kind of lingering effects with some people. And, and Dozier seemed to think that might have been the case with him too. Uh, and so much like uh, Tyone, I didn't have to go early uh, to get Hunter Dozier, but uh, I think he's a, a reasonable uh, late round value play. Uh, and then there's Dylan Moore, uh, second baseman and left fielder. So he also has positional uh, versatility in Seattle and his batting average could be a question mark, uh, but he also could go 20-20 in a full season. Uh, in his, he has 441 career plate appearances. He has 17 home runs and 23 steals. Well, if you play him you know, a full season, it could be 20-20, maybe it's 25-25. Uh, and you know you you kind of roll the dice and hope that the batting average is closer to 250 than 220. Uh, but uh, Dylan Moore is uh, a, a nice value play uh, that you don't have you didn't have to go super early to get him. Uh, but uh, I think there's some upside there. Locker room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big news or rumors. So go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast in the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So now we're going to rip through uh, all 30 teams and their win total on uh, betonline.ag. Uh, and I'll give you uh, sort of my take on, on which way it should go and, and why. Uh, and we'll start with the Arizona Diamondbacks, 75.5 uh, wins. They were on pace for 67.5 wins last season, and they have no Zach Gallon to start the season. Uh, so I'm sliding under uh, on Arizona. Uh, Atlanta, 91 and a half uh, wins. I'm going over. Uh, in the past three seasons, they had 90 wins, 97, and then on pace for 94 and a half last season. They're built to win this year. Uh, I expect the Braves uh, to win more than 92. Uh, Baltimore, 63 and a half wins. I'm going under. Uh, they won 47 a few years ago, 54 the, the next year. 67 and a half was their pace last season. Uh, but I do have my doubts they could have sustained it uh, over a full full season. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide under on Baltimore. Uh, Boston, 79 and a half. I'm going under. Uh, they should be better. 
but they were on pace to win 64.8 games last season. Uh, and so they'll be better. Could they be 15 games better? Uh, might be the question, and I'm not sure that they are. Uh, Chicago Cubs, 78 and a half. Uh, I'm going over. Uh, last season was the Cubs' sixth straight season with a winning record. Uh, they'll be worse uh, this season. <laughs> Essentially, they're not trying uh, to win in the same way that they have in past years, uh, but uh, they still have quite a bit of talent there, and th- there's a chance that they can at least hit break even. Chicago White Sox, uh, 90 and a half wins. Uh, I'm going over. They were on pace for 94 and a half wins last season and then loaded up in the offseason. Even with Eloy Jimenez uh, getting injured, uh, the White Sox should be contenders. Uh, Cincinnati, 81 and a half wins. I'm going under. They were on pace for 83.7 wins last season, but they've lost Trevor Bauer. No Sonny Gray to start the season. Uh, I have my worries about Cincinnati's pitching. Uh, Cleveland, 81 and a half. I'm going over. Now, this is another team that cut costs in the offseason, uh, and but they've also had eight straight uh, seasons with a winning record. They could still find their way to 82, um, even with the current roster. Uh, Colorado, 62 and a half. I'm going over. The Rockies have never been as bad as it re- would require them to uh, finish under 62 and a half wins. They won 64 games in 2012. That's the, the current franchise low point. Uh, and the question here is, is this Rockies version the absolute worst uh, they've ever had? Uh, I, I'm not positive that that's the case, so I'll take over. Uh, Detroit, 67 and a half. I'm going under. They were on pace for 63.3 wins last season and haven't won more than 64 in a season since 2016. Maybe all the Tigers' young pitching comes together this year, but it also might not. It could be one, two years down the road. So uh, I'm still sliding under on the Tigers. Uh, Houston, 87.5 wins. I'm going under uh, on the Astros. They snuck into the playoffs with a losing record last season, and they obviously still have talent. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, the core of a team that won had five straight winning seasons uh, prior to last season. But at the same time, their pitching has uh, been decimated a little bit, and, and I have my uh, concerns. You know, they don't have Verlander. Uh, Framber Valdez is going to miss half the season. Uh, there's at least some question marks there in Houston. Uh, Kansas City, 74 and a half wins. I'm going over, but this might require a little bit of projection. They were on pace for 70.2 wins last season, and I think they should be better this year. Uh, but that's a lot of I think and maybe, uh, and it might just be one that I'd avoid. But uh, if I have to pick, I'll slide over on Kansas City. Uh, Los Angeles Angels, 83 and a half wins. I'm going under. Uh, they were on pace for 70.2 wins last season. They won 72 the season before. Sure, they should be better. Uh, but it's a big jump to go from 70 uh, to 84 uh, is what they need to get on the over. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, 103.5, and I'm still going over. Last season was the third time in the past four that they would have been on pace uh, to win at least 104 games. Uh, it's a preposterous number uh, starting a major league season to expect at least 104 wins. Uh, but the Dodgers are super deep and talented, uh, and you know they can withstand injuries uh, given uh, that that situation. So uh, I, I'll slide over even on 104 or 103.5. Uh, Miami Marlins, 71 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go over. They had a surprise winning record last season, uh, but they also have enough uh, good young pitching uh, to think that they can stay relatively competitive, even if there's a bit of a drop-off. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers, 83 and a half, going over. Uh, had three straight winning seasons before they slipped to 29 and 31 last season. Uh, if Christian Yelich bounces back, then uh, maybe Milwaukee can too. Uh, Minnesota, 88 and a half wins. I'm going over. On, they were on pace for 97.2 wins last season. They won 101 the year before that. Uh, it's not asking a, a whole lot for them to win at least 89 this year. Uh, New York Mets, 90 and a half. I'm going to slide under. 2006 was the last time the Mets won more than 90 games. They're a new team, new ownership, et cetera, and, and I get all that. Uh, and they can improve a lot, 
but it still doesn't mean they necessarily win uh, more than 90 this year. Uh, New York Yankees, 95 and a half and going under. And the potential is there for the Yankees to win more. Uh, but they would need Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and four injury-plagued starting pitchers to stay healthy. And if all that happens, then yes, the Yankees will probably win 100 plus. Uh, but you're uh, running the risk that, you know, Judge and Stanton miss significant time. The starting pitchers uh, run into injuries as they have uh, consistently. And then, you know, then it's a little bit harder to uh, put up a huge number. Uh, Oakland, 86 and a half uh, wins. I'm going over uh, for the A's. They were on pace for 97.2 wins last season. That would have been their third straight season with 97 wins. Uh, and so maybe there's some drop-off to be had. Uh, they could still win at least 87. Uh, Philadelphia, 81 and a half, uh, and I'm going to go over. Uh, they haven't had a winning record since 2011. There are a couple of 81 win seasons in there, uh, but it's been a while uh, since the Phillies have managed 82 uh, wins in a season. Uh, Pittsburgh, 59 and a half. I'm over. Uh, they were on pace for just 51.3 wins last season, uh, but they've won less than 60 games in a full 162 game season twice in 58 years. Uh, and so, yes, uh, you can think that the Pirates are a terrible team and, and they can still be a terrible team uh, and still manage to, to squeeze over 59 and a half wins. Uh, San Diego, 95 and a half. I'm going over for the Padres. Uh, after a long drought, they were on pace for 99.9 wins last season. Uh, and they should be even better in 2021. Uh, this is a team that uh, has set their sights on the World Series and is uh, geared up to challenge the Dodgers uh, in the National League West. Uh, San Francisco, 75 and a half uh, wins. I'm going under, and really I could go either way. I feel like they overachieved on their way to what was a pace for 78.3 wins last season, uh, but you know maybe they're they're a team who manages to overachieve just a little bit uh, based on expectations. Uh, Seattle, 72 and a half wins, go over. They were on pace for 72.9 wins last season. It would be the sixth time in the past seven uh, that they could have won at least 73. Uh, and that's that's all you're being asked for uh, in this case. Uh, St. Louis, 86 and a half wins going over. They were on pace for 83.7 wins last season. Uh, and 2007 was the last season that uh, the Cardinals didn't have a winning record. Uh, and so, you know, they're they should consistently be uh, on the right side of, of winning. Uh, the question is, are they five games to the right side of winning? You have to get up to 87 wins. Uh, I'll say yes, but uh, it's not a sure thing for sure. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, 85 and a half wins. I'm going over. Uh, and historically, I, I have underrated the, the Rays probably for uh, most of the past decade. Uh, but, you know, they were on pace for 108 wins last season. So, uh, and they won at least 90 the two years before that. Uh, we can expect that they can at least find their way to 86 wins uh, this year. Uh, Texas, 67 and a half. I'm going under. Rangers were on pace for 59.4 wins last season, uh, and then they traded their best pitcher in the offseason. So uh, I have my doubts that Texas is somehow uh, coming up with 68 wins. Uh, Toronto, 87 and a half wins. I'm going over. Uh, they were on pace for 86.4 wins last season, and I still question their pitching. Uh, it's Hyunjin Ru and a bunch of guys, uh, but they have a, a lot of young hitters who are poised to break out. Uh, and so they might have to mix and match their way through a, uh, a starting rotation, uh, but they might have the hitters uh, that can at least get them to 88 wins. And the last one, uh, the Washington Nationals, 84 and a half. Uh, I'm going under, uh, and I recognize that if Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg and Patrick Corbin are all healthy, uh, they the Nationals could go over. Um, but uh, I'm skeptical, and whether that means Scherzer, uh, you know, he declined a little bit last season. If that's if that's for real, uh, as he's now, you know, on the on the wrong side of 35, uh, then 
that becomes an issue. If Strasburg, uh, with his kind of lingering uh, injury risk, if, if that becomes a thing, well, then that is a problem too. And so I, I will take the under, uh, recognizing that uh, Washington does have potential uh, to go over if all three of those guys are, are dealing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over. College basketball tournament is winding up. The NBA and NHL are in full swing. And Major League Baseball is here. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. Sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an incredible, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now, it's the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup in the championship, we have Cookie Dough Chunk against Coconut Brownie Chunk. It is an epic battle <laughs> between the chunks. Uh, and I, as I have worked my way through the bracket, I've made it clear that uh, Coconut is not my, not my favorite. So I'm going to ride with uh, Cookie Dough Chunk and hope they can uh, pull it off here in, in the championship uh, for Built Bar Madness. So go to BuiltBar.com or to at bar underscore built on Twitter. And remember, use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked on MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So let's take a look at opening day. Uh, some favorable matchups and potential DFS value plays uh, for Thursday. And uh, some of the matchups uh, that I like. Uh, Toronto, plus 166 at the New York Yankees. Uh, yes, the Yankees should be favored, but Hyunjin Ryu is a pretty quality starter for the uh, the Blue Jays, uh, going against Garrett Cole. Uh, and I just think the, the price there makes more sense uh, to try Toronto at plus 166. Uh, Cleveland, minus 172 at Detroit. Uh, opening day is when teams uh, throw out their, their ace starters, uh, and not everybody's ace is the same. Cleveland, uh, they're running Shane Bieber. Uh, Detroit, they're running uh, Matt Boyd. And there is a, a very clear difference in, in caliber there. And so uh, I'm going to go with Bieber, uh, even though it's a pretty pricey uh, premium you have to pay there at minus 172. Uh, Chicago White Sox uh, with Lucas Giolito on the mound, minus 113 uh, at the LA Angels uh, with Dylan Bundy. Uh, I have some some doubts, uh, I guess more doubts about Bundy uh, in his 2020 season than I do about Giolito, who has now strung together a couple of seasons where he's been uh, a really high-end pitcher. Uh, Houston, uh, minus 104, uh, a very slight underdog at Oakland uh, with Zach Greinke going against Chris Bassett. Uh, and Bassett is a pitcher who I expect some regression from this year, uh, and Greinke is... You know, even as he's getting older, he's still a pretty consistent uh, and reliable starter. So uh, I don't mind them at that price. Uh, and then last one, uh, Seattle uh, at home uh, with Marco Gonzalez on the mound, plus 102 at home against San Francisco and Kevin Gosman. Uh, I'll take Seattle as, as a slight home underdog there. 
uh, Gonzalez, uh, I guess, really impressed me last season. I, <laughs> I I made several jokes during the season about him being the, the ace by default uh, in Seattle, and he still is to some degree, uh, but he also pitched really well. And, you know, given the choice of Gonzalez against Gosman, uh, I think Gonzalez at home uh, is worth a look. Uh, so now let's take a look at uh, some potential value plays uh, on DraftKings. And uh, we'll start with Kansas City starting pitcher Brad Keller, just $5,900 against Texas. This is obviously if you're looking to save money. Uh, part of it is I don't think Texas's lineup is is worth much. And look, Keller is is going to uh, uh, he's going to have some regression this year. He's not going to give you a 2.47 ERA and a 1.02 WHIP. That's uh, uh, a flight of fancy uh, that, that he managed to to keep that going for nine starts last year, but. 5,900 against a, a weak Rangers lineup might work. Uh, and if you're going to spend a little more on pitching, maybe the Cubs' Kyle Hendricks, $7,700 against Pittsburgh. Uh, at catcher, Will Smith, $4,600 at Colorado. Uh, basically just taking advantage of the fact he's playing at Colorado. Uh, Kansas City first baseman, Hunter Dozier. As I mentioned, he's one of my guys. Uh, $4,100 against Texas. And, and understandably, the pricing is down on Dozier because he didn't have a good season in 2020. But... Um, there, there's some capability there that he could he could hit, and and Kyle Gibson's on the mound for Texas. That's uh, you know that's not an untouchable uh, starting pitcher. Uh, Arizona's Cattell Marte at, at second base is just twenty seven hundred dollars uh, against San Diego and Yu Darvish, and obviously it's a really tough matchup. But uh, and Marte had a tough season in two thousand twenty, but uh, we we've seen his track record before that uh, that makes that price at least a little appealing. Uh, Pittsburgh's third baseman, rookie third baseman Cabrian Hayes, forty four hundred dollars against the Cubs. And look, Hayes, he had an incredible uh, start to to his career last year. He continued it through spring training this year. Uh, you know, until we until we see him uh, start to falter a little bit, um, you, you can take advantage of the, these prices at forty four hundred dollars. Uh, even if you expect the Cubs to win, uh, Brian Hayes might be able to you know get you a couple of bags. Uh, and then finally, uh, San Diego outfielder Tommy Pham is only thirty one hundred dollars against Arizona and Madison Bumgarner. Uh, this is as much a case of I expect Fam to bounce back uh, this season, and uh, I'm not sure uh, what to expect out of Bumgarner uh, after his disastrous 2020. So that will do it for today. Uh, be back tomorrow. We'll have real Major League games uh, to analyze and break down. Uh, also check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey as the hockey season continues uh, to roll. Uh, find these podcasts, subscribe, uh, drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, check out on Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.